New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today I'm hosting Jonathan Robinson. He's the author of More Love, Less Conflict, a communication playbook for couples. Jonathan, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. As a psychotherapist, you see a lot of couples in your counseling. And what is the most common issue that shows up? in those sessions? I think there's only two that I've seen. That is couples blaming each other, and blame doesn't ever work. I, I, I'm batting a zero for a thousand in blaming my wife and her being appreciative of it, you know? So I think it really doesn't work. And the other thing is couples, when they come in, they never say, gee, Jonathan, we really understand each other quite well. That's why we'd like a divorce. <laughs> It happens the other way around. We, we don't understand each other, and that's why we want a divorce. So if I can help couples speak to each other without blame and help them to understand each other, then I know that love will heal. I'm just reminded, there was a moment that Michael and I went to couples therapy. Mm-hmm. And when we came away from that session, Michael said, wasn't that a great session? Uh-huh. And Jonathan, I was devastated. I felt so like unheard and, you know, my issues of safety were not being addressed. So looking back, I didn't have your book at this time. If I had had your book, I would have known how to handle this and what questions to ask or where we might have gone. So what would you suggest in a situation like that where two people are coming from very different emotional levels, let's say? Well, you know, love heals, but so does understanding and curiosity. You know, I only see couples for two sessions or less. Because if I can't heal their relationship in two sessions, I know that I won't be able to. Because all you really need to do is learn to understand each other well, and learn to appreciate each other well, and learn to be curious about how you can make their world better. Now, If you have the right methods, as I have in the More Love, Less Conflict book, that is something that people can do on their own. They don't need a therapist for that. Mm -hmm. But if they don't know how to do that, all the going into your childhood issues isn't going to help a whole lot. So little things like uh, saying, well, why do you feel that way? Or what is it that you're really wanting? You know, what, what emotions are you trying to get to? And trying to understand why things are important to somebody, what's going on with them. That is really healing. And, you know, if I say, well, I just want you to listen to me and feel what I'm feeling. A lot of women, that's really what they want. Men don't know that. But once a guy does get that that's what is going to help the relationship, then problems seem to work out. And if they don't have that, then, you know, more intellectual understanding isn't going to help. You know, I thought about this as I was going through your book, because I think that there was some help here for me. Mm -hmm. And now it's too late. Michael has passed on like five years ago. So Mm -hmm. here I am kind of still sort of looking at, 
oh, here's what I could have done. And what I didn't know at the time was that he was having some cognitive problems. And I realize now, looking back on it, he was saving me from worry to not share that with me. Yeah. And I was in denial about it. Yeah. I wasn't picking up on the clues, probably because I didn't want to pick up on the clues. So that goes to that part in the book where you look at... um, Like, what else could this mean? What else could this mean? Yeah. And I'd love for you to say something about that, because I think that would have been so helpful to us. Well, you know, I see couples are always thinking that they understand their partner. They're always interpreting their partner's actions. But a lot of the time, it's wrong. So you were interpreting Michael as doing something, but he was actually trying to be very loving to you. So simple techniques, once again, like, what else could this mean? Or... Other questions can be very, very useful. You can save yourself lots of suffering if you know the right way back to love. And the biggest problem I see is that people think that they're good at communicating. They think that they have the right interpretation. Therefore, they don't invest the hour or two in learning some of these methods that could really lead to a lot more love and a lot less conflict in their life because they think that they already know. We now, make if you assumptions. Ask, yeah, if you ask your partner, am I a great communicator? They'll probably say, no, you're not. <laughs> but we all have that bias. And, and you know, communication is one of those things where we do it all the time, but we've never been trained in it. You know, if you go into a car and you try to drive and you've never had any training, it's likely you're going to crash. But even an hour of driver training and you're likely to be able to drive that car much better And the same is true in communication, but most people have not had that hour or two of training on how to do this well. And when they do, they say, wow, I have a superpower now because I can now get more of what I want. Your book is divided into four segments, Mm -hmm. and you tell us that there's no bypassing the stages of this. First, you have to realize you're not good at something. That's the first stage. And then you realize, oh, well, maybe I am not that good at this. And that's, you know, uh, there's a lot to learn. And then the next stage is where with effort, you can do something, but it takes effort. You know, like when you're learning to do a stick shift, at first you have to, you know, like, how do I do this? And it takes a lot of conscious effort. But then the last stage is you can do it real easily. It takes no effort. And that's mastery. So it's sticking with it and going through all those stages. And I know that on your website, morelovelessconflict.com, you actually have out there for us some of those great questions. Can you say something about those? Yeah, it's a free download on the morelovelessconflict.com website, which is called the 12 Questions of Instant Intimacy. And they're all questions that you can ask your mate or even a child or a friend that immediately lead to an intimate conversation. And it's a great thing to do on a date. And, you know, if you look at the word intimacy, the instructions for finding it are in the word, into, me, see. And these questions help you to reveal certain things about yourself. And when two people are revealing stuff about themselves, they get down to a depth and a connection that is very satisfying. And that's what we want in this very superficial, over-busy age that we live in. We really want a sense of connection and intimacy with the people we care about. 
right now we're we're using a lot of technology to mm-hmm. be in communication, you know, Facebook or, or cell texting, phones or yeah. texting and, and all sorts of using emojis and things like that. And so what suggestions would you have for using those technologies effectively? Well, one thing I would say is to realize that a lot of them are limited in their ability to give you depth of connection. A thousand Facebook friends does not equal one really good friend. So, you know, Facebook is fine for one thing, but it's not going to lead to the depth of connection that we generally want. Same with texting and email. But something, a simple thing people can do, because emotion is not conveyed in these things, is to literally say what emotions you are experiencing and what emotions you want. And that would sound something like, as I write this, right now I'm feeling sad that we haven't spoken for a long time. And I really value our connection, and I would love to connect deeply with you when the time is right. That's saying what you're feeling and what you're wanting. And that's a good basis of any communication. Now, that takes a bit of um, skill to actually say, here's what I'm feeling, to get down to that level and that's using words. Now, not everybody. No, you can write that in an email I mean, or a text. But still, you write it that's using words. Mm-hmm. You're using words. Yeah. So what about, uh, now I'm going to go beyond technology. What about ways of being together that can give us some intimacy that don't necessarily use words? Yeah. Words are not always the best way to connect. You know, in this culture, we don't have forms of touch that are gradated. We have sex and nothing. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. holding somebody's hands or looking at them in their eyes or hugging them or spooning are all very powerful forms of communication. So I like to uh, hug my wife and breathe together with her. And that puts you on the same wavelength. Or even like massaging each other's hands. These are all other ways of getting to a place of intimacy that don't involve words. And if you look at the apes, they've all figured out how to do that. They're always (laughs) grooming each other, touching each other. You know, we need to figure out how to do that because touch is really important. It's a very powerful form of communication. So is there any piece of advice in in these last minutes that you would say just kind of top of the list advice for people to have better communication with one another? Well, one thing I'd say is if you appreciate your partner, if you ask yourself this question, what's something I could appreciate about what they're doing lately or something I could appreciate about their character? And then tell them. You know, sometimes we think these things, but we don't say them. Or completing the sentence, right now I'm feeling and right now I'm wanting. You know, being current with our communication, not expecting our partner to be a mind reader. You know, and then investing in learning some of these great techniques that really do lead to more love very quickly. Because most people don't know them and their relationship is still magically holding together. But once you get really good techniques, it does help very, very fast. You know, just the simple act of giving your partner empathy. Everybody wants empathy, but not many people are willing to give it. So if you can just say things like, how was your day? And when they say it's hard, say, wow, it sounds like you've been through a lot today. That must be really frustrating, really difficult. You know, that can be very healing. 
and help people through their negative emotions quickly. If you can give people what they want, they will give you what you want. And in that, when they say, oh, my day was really difficult, Mm -hmm. it's not a matter of fixing it. By giving empathy, you are fixing them. Uh Aha. That is the quickest way to get them through the difficulty because care and love are their best healers. Right. Well, that goes to the kinds of conversations we have. We have informational kinds of conversations. And then you're talking about relational kinds of conversations. Yeah, where you're dealing with feelings and wants. And then there's an even deeper form of communication, which is what's happening right now. If I say right now, I'm feeling a little anxious because I know our time's running to a close. And I really love spending time with you, Justine. You know, I wish uh, we didn't have to say goodbye so quickly. That's taking it to right this moment, and that's really compelling communication. And that's a key, too, because we often call on past experience, and then we bring it into the now, and it has nothing to do with what's right now. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's all kinds of explorations. Communication is like a major mansion that most people have only explored the the bathroom downstairs. <laughs> right. Well, I encourage people to explore a bit more with communications by picking up this book, More Love, Less Conflict by Jonathan Robinson. And you'll come up with some of those great techniques in it that I wish I had 40 years ago. But I have them now, so we'll go with that. Thank you so much for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe today, Jonathan. My pleasure, Justine. I've been speaking with Jonathan Robinson. He's the author of More Love, Less Conflict, a communication playbook for couples. And if you want to know more about his work, you can go to the website morelovelessconflict.com or you can get there through the New Dimensions website newdimensions.org I'm Justine Willis-Toms and I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe and encourage you to please do join us again You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.